Shuffle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Kill Shovel. Howdy. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I feel like I never really introduced the show. My name is Donald. I'm Dylan. And what we do here is we review albums and sometimes EPs. And then yeah. sometimes we take a little look back into the past and review albums from the past. That's what we do in this show. And we're very, very proud to present our first episode of the year covering... Uh, 2021 new music. I mean, we, we, we looked at The Dirty Nail last week. And I think there was an EP. Um, but really, this time around, all the new music it came out in 2021. There's no catch-ups yeah. left, which is which is really exciting. We're, we're definitely well, we're well into Getting a new music year. music this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it is, I think it is interesting just, just because... Yes. Um, production produ- happens in 2020 for this. Production has Stop to have up. happened in 2020 for this is exactly the reason. Yeah. I mean, there has been... I guess there's an exception. And that's that's a bit of a, a bit of a slight on the next stuff coming up with mm-hmm. the Foo Fighters record that's coming up in the next few months. So that happened before the before the, um, oh, the yeah. lockdown. Yeah, I think you're going to see if there's any if there's any albums that are of such cataclysmically giant scale. It's it's still possible that there was stuff done in, in like you know December nineteen, January twenty. But, but man, I think that's like yeah. On a, on a Foo Fighters run mm. where they do where they kind of did an album every three years, they'd be probably writing for the next album by now, if not planning. Yeah, one coming after this one. I so, couldn't yeah. imagine. I mean, you know, you and I both have experience of, um, you know, of of, of writing and, and and recording music, and then yes. there being a reasonably long delay. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, between between that and then releasing the music. But I think I'm not sure if I would be able to cope with being in a really huge band where. Where that delay that's can be like two years. That's the money, man. That make so you have to like sell merch and do that stuff. Oh instead yeah, and, there's a whole like, and then with COVID, gigs. I mean, you've got an you've got an entirely you've got an entirely different thing to think about where you need to think about like supply chains and how they're being impacted and, and even you know even Brexit is something that's that's affecting you know independent Indeed. musicians who've pressed their own Indeed. vinyl and then need to send stuff out to to Europeans, say from the UK yeah, or like, vice versa. I, I'm so lucky I got some vinyls that are coming out soon. And um, there was a disclaimer. He, uh, this guy had to send out. Um, this is the guy Epoch who did um, Paradise Killer soundtrack. I, I, I oh, talked about in the top twenty. Yeah, it was I good got song. the vinyl for that. Very very. And thank laid God back. I did before the Brexit yeah. thing happened because uh, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have before that or after that. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Yeah, I, I've I've kind of switched over to Amazon Germany. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Uh, but Amazon is opening up a fulfillment warehouse in Dublin soon. And anyway, Amazon's evil, so we should probably be avoiding them. Anyways, you know what I never say on the show? What episode it is? This is episode 97. Dill, we're getting close to the 100. Jesus. We're getting very we, close we, to the 100. We could have been there faster, but, you know, bi-weekly was a clever way we, we take taken our, things. We take our time. Listen, yeah. you know, once every two weeks is uh, just about the maximum amount of me that I can take. So I wouldn't want to inflict any more of that on other people. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's 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 good. We've got some... Uh, we got some kind of album announcements of the things this week, which is kind of exciting. Um, yeah, we do. Not just not just the the Foo Fighters 
uh, like you know gearing up for their album but you know Weezer uh, more or less out of the blue just dropped it dropped a single and said yep and the album comes out next week and it's not Van Weezer it's a new thing next week that we wow. no it's out now we we just aren't covering it on the show because we didn't <laughs> we 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 um, dear listener we don't get lead times on these um we're we're picking them up at the same time normally. as you so <laughs> maybe um, one day but yeah Weezer have a new cool. album out it's not yeah, it's it's Weezer. entirely recorded in cool. lockdown. Uh, unlike the other one that's coming out in May. Um, and it's like a 38-piece orchestra. It's mostly piano-based. I haven't listened Whoa. to it yet, but we'll see. We'll probably cover that on the um, show. Porter Robinson, that's coming out. He's, he has one in April. Porter Robinson, I did pick up on that. We've got new yeah. albums announced from Yonaka. We've got an EP coming from Long Distance Calling. We've got EPs coming from Infinity Shred. And the other dream metal band that I never thought I'd see again, Gen- <laughs> Genghis Khan. Are coming back. Um, I, I, I just cannot express how excited I am for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so there's absolutely tons. Uh, Ling Tossate Segure released something. I think it's a one-off single. Um, yes. But that's a lot of fun. <laughs> and they took their time. They took their time. Anyway. I think what you're going to see this year, um, not to not to spend too long on this, but I think what you're going to see this year is a lot of bands, uh, maybe even bands that we've heard from reasonably recently releasing EPs. I think this might be an album light year, but an EP heavy year. Uh, I, I, you'd be surprised. Um, some some bands have actually followed me recently, and I've been intrigued by their recent output. So All excited! Right. They're all prepped and ready. Yeah. Well, speaking of so which, on. Dylan, um, the yes. first band that we're going to cover this week are entirely new to me, um, and I'm very curious to hear the story of how you found them. But the first band uh, that we're talking about this week is Radio Supernova. Uh, yes. from Tampere in Finland and not to be mistaken with um, <laughs> our uh, rest in peace uh, Radio Nova on our, <laughs> on our their waves Pat <laughs> Courtney Radio, Radio Nova no this is uh, this is definitely not sort of a dad rock radio uh, featuring all your favourite sort of <laughs> the glam closest we had to yeah, metal, but yeah. <laughs> glam hits from the uh, 70s and 80s no 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 no. no this is um, yeah the, the album is uh, God forgive me I'm gonna absolutely butcher it but the album is called uh, Takaisin I think maybe it's Finnish yeah, um, we'll go with that Takaisin yeah it means back right is, is what it means in, in Finnish uh, and, and and Finnish is, is one of those uh, one of those uh, languages that I truly have no anchor point um for i would love to um i would love to know a bit but yeah. um it's so far removed from our our germanic uh kind of english well it's very- yeah it's not it's not a romanesque kind of language they it's went not, the other way it's not it doesn't it doesn't seem to draw from latin it's it's yeah not germanic it's just it's its own thing and fair play to them is all i could say um, and, and i and, and one thing right off the bat it, it sounds great uh, uh, you know vocals in finnish sound great i didn't even know i that was a thing, but it is. Um, <laughs> yes, it is a thing. <laughs> so, so Dill, yeah. So, yes. so this is. I mean, yeah. I mean, for, to my ears, this is just a really lovely blend of sort of shoegaze, dream pop, post punk, frosty, gothy, sort of Nordic songwriting. And yeah, yeah. That's what it is. But, but what I want to know is how did you how did you find this? Because this is reasonably obscure. It, it fucking is. Um, I guess it was a matter of like seeing what tricked my eye during the January drought um, online with, with like um, big playlists for foreign bands. I, wa- I wanted to see what was happening in places we hadn't really touched before. Mm. Um, so I looked up Ur- European bands and then it had a list on Genius. Ah, um, okay. Yeah. So G- Genius had like the, the January releases and I basically just went through it the hard way, dude. Yeah. Um, and this just captured me um, instantly. 
It wasn't yeah. a matter of like going through bits and pieces. It got me on on the. I mean, on it's the first, that, that Tamiku, yeah. that first song. Jesus, I mean, that just comes roaring out of the traps, right? Yeah, yeah, and it it has a kind of interesting build up of each instrument as well. Mm. It's gradual and then it explodes, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I mean, that song, that song alone. First of all, the most favorable comparison that I can make is that it sounds like Hundredth um, during the Rare era, that that album. I mean, that that album is one of my absolute favorites and it reminds me of that. But yeah, I mean, on that track alone, I heard bits of Dive, Brutus, Bitch Falcon, Grave White Pleasures, Lung. White Lung, Fontaine's DC, um, this great band we didn't end up covering last year called Mundy's Bay, who released an incredible album called Lonesome Valley. I mean, that, yeah, that, that, a, that, that, that song alone is like a little microcosm yeah, of, yeah. of everything. There's a, there's a nice two elements that I really like in this band, mm. um, which are the, the, the real fuzzed out bass mm. that leads a lot of the, the more rocky elements and yeah. the um, the kind of real laser delay guitar. Oh, yeah. Um, that very reminiscent of White Lung in that respect. Yeah, it's um, funny that I, I was I was wondering if that was I, I was going to come up. I, I definitely on le- less so on Tamiku, but there's a, there's a track later on, kind of another one of the amped up, you know, they, like you say, they have two gears and one of them is is fucking air drumming, like head banging, you know, in a gothy kind of way. And and uh, uh, yeah. is uh, the other track yeah. that would be that in that style. And that definitely gave me a gave me a, a white lung vibe. Not just yeah. not just in those kind of screaming kind of intricate guitar lines, but also I think um, I think the singer whose name is uh, Inketi. She sounds quite a bit like Mish, or her delivery is quite like Mish from White Lung on that track. It's really cool. And she's yeah. so versatile. I mean, at times she sounds like Blondie, and then other uh-huh. times she... Or not Blondie, so Debbie Harry, I know Blondie's a band. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, but, it, like, but at times the band also do sound like Blondie. Um, but yeah, she, she can... She, or she sounds a little bit like, I think, um, uh, Lizzie from, uh, from Bitch Falcon at times. But mm-hmm. then, you know, but she's really got a gorgeous kind of laid-back style on the, on the, on the, on the more melodic tracks, like Night, Utopia. Uh, Vaki, Vaki Valta as well. Yeah, yes. Nice mid-tempo kind of rumble to it. Yeah, that one kind of reminded me of Jaws a little bit, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, And and one thing thing that adds a huge amount as well to the vocals is, I think, um, I think it's Otto uh, is the the lead guitarist. And I think he also contributes those, like he'll come in with his baritone backing vocals. Yeah, I I can kind of get a bit of that. It's hard to discern because um, the vocals are so washed in reverb, Mm. which... Take it as you will. It could be, could be, um, could hinder the ability of hearing her voice truly, um, yeah. as it's intended, mm. because it, she has an incredible voice. But I feel like it's a little washed with the reverb. Um, yeah, maybe a, a hint too much. Um, I would, I would have, um, if it were me, yeah, I, I would have had moments where that wasn't there, or it was there mm. a little less, or it was just there with delay, not delay and reverb and yeah. echo in the lot, because the whole lot is there. Um, and it works well with the instruments, but I think sometimes it does. it's a bit too I, much. I think, you know, when you're trying to create a consistent atmosphere throughout the record, like, I can hear what you're saying, but I just think oh, that yeah. this, it suits this band. I don't mind it. I don't yeah. mind it, honestly, but I think it's it just an observation. Band. But no, um, you're, yeah, yeah, I hear a, you. A point of caution that most bands kind of go step way over line. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what bands come to mind, but some just go give it too much. Um, and it sounds just way out of context, but this sounds this sounds yeah. all together. Yeah, it definitely follows that. I think that that bitch falcon um, philosophy of yeah, just 
creating a very kind of woozy atmosphere through lots of kind of distortion and 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 i mean it's i mean it's the shoegaze approach really it's that my bloody yep. valentine approach of like very shoegazy yeah yeah yep, yep, treble, yep. treble heavy of like delay but reverb the, compression yeah. but but i think it really works um uh-huh I, did, did you did you get much of a i, I mean i think on vapa there's a really like in the best possible way a really uh-huh. super depressed goth vibe to that song like oh, i got yeah. like um, typo negative the cure there's bits later on that are kind of like that but in yeah. more of a more of a bluesy depression like a spacey like spacier um, dreamier uh, yeah a uh, night or neat um, yes yeah that's a bit of that going on no, that song well sounds like something song. specific just i you're I, I think if you haven't already mentioned it you probably won't but that those drooping guitars sounds like is it Coldplay is it Radiohead there's a song there's a specific song that uh, I've kinda, been it's, yeah. it's kind of Twin Peaksy I will admit mm. um, I'd, I'd probably hear it on some like some like that soundtrack no it's a popular song uh, maybe uh, yeah no it, it's it, nice it's, it's, it's a lovely I think from it's the rock great parts you hear in this it's right? a real woozy kind of yeah. lumbering song um, but the bass on this album overall is outstanding I think on that track mm-hmm. again while everything else is kind of like running through treacle I think the bass is always doing something kind of interesting and and quite groovy um, yeah so that's that's a great song yeah. but again I just I there's something I don't know if I think it's something <sighs> off OK Computer that it reminds me of but I can't okay. think um, yeah I have to say I have to give a special shout out to um, to Thomas Hekura, the uh, the okay. drummer, because he just makes this album so much fun. Like, there's so many moments where I just found myself doing the fucking air drums. Like, it, 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 that's a it's a bit. Um, am I wrong in saying it's a little bit uh, Jimmy Chamberlain? Is that the drummer from Smash Pumpkins? Uh, no, yeah, there's, there's little like uh, empty fills and stuff. There, there's there's a lot yeah. of silent stuff going on or under under um, stated. Bits yeah, that help but then when he when he goes momentum. full when he goes full pelt, he really goes and uh, I like U- Utopia has like this kind of jazz drumming in it, and then there's a really uh-huh. interesting uh, kind of in in uh, Vecchi, what is it Vecchi Valta, the the second song. There's a a march. It's like that kind of marching band snare which you normally hear on its own, like that. But he's also going with the kick and the hi hat, and it's like a backbeat marching band thing, which yeah, I, li- I like very rarely that, here. That definitely got my attention. When I, yeah. once I got to track three, I was like, I'm giving, I'm sending this to you. Definitely, um, that's when it had like it we had to a lot we had to move do. some stuff around to cover this, but um, yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't really let up. I mean, there's a couple of. There's a couple of things. I mean, there's a couple of songs that I, you know, are a little bit less. I mean, I think uh, uh, Russo, you know, it, uh, that song doesn't add a huge amount that the others, you know, that isn't already there yeah. on the record. I would say, uh, 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 Karaskin, uh, Karaskin yeah. is um, uh, the long one. Uh, yeah. A bit long, has good bits. Yeah, um, that song is fine. I it's, it's good. I skip through it a bit. Um, I think by yeah. the end it gets it kind of sweeps you up. It has this very grandiose yeah, it, it, guitar line. It does line, some but... interesting stuff. Maybe a little too late on it. Yeah, but, maybe a little bit too um, late. Yeah, maybe it's because I just don't like the melodies earlier on. Um, mm. But I love where it goes. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. And again, I think um, Utopia. You know, it's kind of funny. It has it has this very. Um, do you know Iran by <laughs> Flock of Seagulls? 
you there's a very similar melody but you know but it's a good song and, and it's nice to hear um you know in Kerry is 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 takes the piano in that track and the piano yeah. adds a lot it's, it's a nice track yeah. um, the, the variety is very much kind of it's there there's a bit yeah it doesn't stray too far off it yeah. but it's good reminds me that uh do you remember we covered that song i'm sorry not that song that band um slow crush a couple of years yes. ago yeah yes similar similar especially when it's mm-hmm. when it's really going hell for leather i think it's it kind of has a slow crush vibe we need another album yeah. from them by the way it's been ages yeah uh, I, I think they have some stuff in the works yeah. but anyway hopefully but i don't have too much more to say about it if you like sort of post-punk dream pop hard-edged kind of you know fast gothy music i think or you know but with that but that can also kind of pull on the handbrake and slow down this is just is really good just a great example of that thing i think yeah especially for a band True. on their second album the first one was really good too i had to listen to that yeah same also kind of really stuff good. um I, um, I I don't know where they go next. Um, I lo- I love that they got this out. Yeah, um, me too. In the in this year, especially. I would be tempted to get this. I think, you know, this just to give you an idea how small this band is. They were like, we have vinyl. Private message us, and we could arrange to like for you to buy it. You know, <laughs> no, I think it's Do up on it. their band camp as well. To be fair, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm. This is the first. I uh, know. To be fair, I lo- I absolutely loved um, Fuck Art by the Dirty Nil as well. So this is <laughs> this is the second album of the year that I'm I'm definitely fully on board with. But I think this I think this is really good, really really yeah, good. Yeah, and self produced too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can tell. I I can sort of tell by the yeah. way that it isn't quite wall of sound. Um, yeah, but there's something kind of charming about that, like. I think things can be overproduced sometimes. Like this sometimes. album just does exactly what it needs to do. You can hear every instrument. Um, I think anyway, and and, yeah, I, yeah. And, and it and it's really allows the songs to shine. And when the songs are good, and I really think, and again, just to maybe bring in like my favorite track. I mean, I thought that nothing was going to be Tamiku. I just thought like, well, that's you know, you just kind of start the album on a high like that. What could possibly <laughs> top that? But I do think that um, Mukalasiet. Uh, or sorry Mukalaiset is even yeah. better I think that's an incredible song uh, yeah yeah Fantastic. I love the rocky parts um, yeah I definitely love the rocky parts more the yeah. bass just wins me over totally yeah definitely um, I would say my favorite song is uh, Tamiku the first one uh, Tamiku yeah no, that, that's instant yeah. yeah that's the silver medal no question yeah great stuff eight. I'm yeah. All, yeah you're gonna give it an ace I'm also gonna yeah. give it an ace Mm-hmm. What's your favorite stuff? Um, I tell, I just said uh, oh, you, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd agree. I'd agree with that. It's yeah, good. it's great, great track. Um, so the album is called uh, Back, or if you prefer the uh, Finnish, Dakaisen. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and again, uh, our, we would like to apologize to the nation of Finland for thoroughly butchering their beautiful native tongue. <laughs> we'll we'll try better in the future. We promise. We will, At least we we'll, found you. We'll so, try to yeah. be. We'll try to be better, but no, really, really and truly, uh, yeah. give give this give this your time. I find it hard to to imagine there's anyone out there that wouldn't enjoy this in some form mm-hmm. or other. It's it's really good. If you like editors, vaccines, white lies, like I'm trying to think like the really popular bands in this space, like even kind of like Block Party, whatever. Like you'll yeah. like this. I think it's really good. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So that's that's that. Um, next up is a little band from Tokyo who we've covered yes. before. Um, little big called, band. Little, a little big band. A big band, I should say. Yeah. Uh, but with... <laughs> and actually, sorry, I, I don't know where I had it in my head that they were a trio. They're, there's a, they're a five-piece. They're not a small band yeah, either. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Band Made. Band Made is the band. 
um, and the band is the band that uh, whose thing is they dress up in made outfits and play very heavy uh, metallic hard rock. Uh, we've covered we covered their, their 27 2017 release. 2018. Oh, was it 2018? Yeah, yeah. We skipped we skipped an album. So we skipped an album that came years. out in 2019, I believe, and uh-huh. uh, and we covered yeah. the one that from the year before that. But um, yeah, so basically, this is this is called the Unseen World. Um, it's the is it is it going to be third times the charm? You know, I think you, we had a conversation off mic, and you were sort of saying, this is you know this is the one like this is <laughs> a huge step up and as we know i've been you know i i've been kind of hit or miss maybe a little bit more miss than hit on yeah some of the kind of more like j rocky slash kind of amped up bands from that part of the world and dylan uh just to just to kind of jump right into it i gotta say not feeling this but anyway <laughs> you go ahead oh, are you feeling this oh dude no. dude <sighs> So what? So to talk, talk, talk to us. Talk to us, bandmate. What's the progression? What's the what's the thoughts? Okay, um, I guess the progression from the last album. Um, the last album I didn't like too much. Um, the hooks weren't really there. Um, it kind of started very light. Yeah, it went for more poppy elements. Um, uh, it. I don't think the the production was very washy. Okay. Um, yeah, just certainly it, it just not an issue on this album. It it wasn't hitting me. Um, yeah. Say what you will. I know you're going to say what you will on this, of course, but... Um, I'll try to be gentle. Yeah, yeah. Um, from where we came from the last album, it was very bombastic and melodic. Um, that was Just Bring It, I believe, that album. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we did World Domination as well. We Both kind of the did, same thing. Yeah, we did those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this band doesn't diverge off the path mu- uh, much. Um, they do a lot of hard rock a la... Uh, Kopeck or Ozzy Osbourne if you like that kind of hard rock you're going to get into yeah. something like this or if you were being a little um, bit less kind maybe kind of like pub rock <laughs> pub rock I wouldn't say pub rock I would not say pub rock um, <laughs> okay only at times go ahead but yeah um, ooh, what, what to say uh, I think um, this I think just the songwriting got um, got me back into it I, yeah. I realised they they picked up something I'm not sure if you AB this with the last album but um, I did listen. I, I mean, I did. I did my due diligence. I listened back to you know selection of tracks from those from the. But the I, previous. I think they. I think they've quite clearly picked up something that I left behind. Um, that they started with just bring it, which was the the yeah. absolute soaring choruses and and unabashed. Uh, uh, not disregard. No, no way to disregard um, uh, the metal aspects of their band for mm. the more popular elements. Um, but uh, since just bring it, they kind of. They kind of lost that, and it, they were a little afraid to be truly heavy. I think right. this this album comes back to the not afraid to be truly heavy at parts. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, it definitely you know it goes it goes pedal to yeah, the metal yeah. quite much a bit. like the album we just covered. Um, mm. The first the first song song gradually starts up and then just hits you. Uh, yeah, I got a with I, very I, I felt, I felt like thing. I was unceremoniously ripped back to like sort of 2004 or something like that that pizzicato glockenspiel like panic at the disco yeah. intro is a real mood oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good call it's a real a mood call. and then it kind of goes in i will say right i will say i when this came on i was like okay because they were dipping into the same well as that song uh, don't you tell me which which opens just bring it and i was like 
All right, yeah. like I the, the the elegance I, to the bombastic. I have heard um, this before, but this is a pretty good example of that. That's the kind thing. Of that's the thing. You've, you you've thing. heard this before. We we've, we've done bandmade before, so you may yeah. be sick of it. But I think the same is good. But as long as they keep the writing chops up and don't forget how yeah. good they are at doing it, um, this album uh definitely uh captures a lot of that. Uh, the drums are off the wall, uh, frantic yeah. and very um Lars Ulrich at his best. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe not Lars Ulrich. Uh, somebody who does, I guess, hmm, uh, will all be a good call at points. Um, oh, fuck. What's that album we covered? Um, it has the matchstick on it, Burning. Oh, Heaven's Basement? Heaven's Basement. This is very Heaven's Basement. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, yeah. and maybe better call point for you would be that would be this yeah which which heaven's mm-hmm. basement i have no idea like we discussed it on the show before like i said um and i was like i don't know why i like this because all of the elements are things that i don't generally go for but whatever yeah, and this is another bit is, of that to be honest um yeah it, it, it definitely follows that like blues rock inspired but with but elements of like hardcore and metal and stuff like yeah. that um, in our country yeah. we've heard it with bands like copec yeah um, yeah yeah yeah, balls to the wall kind of stuff. Um, uh, a lot of re- it reminded re- me of that band um, Mammal, the Mammals that you brought in before yeah, yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so re- re- really thrashy drums coming up. Yeah, basically. Um, soaring cor- a lot of soaring choruses. Um, yeah. I, I, really like, I really like the lead singer, to be honest, when it comes to like female voices. Um, yeah. Because you, you, hear, uh, you hear the other singer in this album as well. In, uh, the way he writes all the songs, yeah. Theory. Yeah, you hear in Sayonara Kiri, and that's kind of it's kind of cutesy. Um, it's different. I like the way they did that. Um, it's not yeah. my favorite, but it's nice that they kind of mixed it up a bit. Um, yeah, she's a good accompaniment. She's she's a good higher octave to that mid range that uh, that um yeah the lead singer really hits on this. Uh, yes, she's got, got a nice bellow. She name really does. is I believe um, uh, Saiki. And then Miku yeah. is the is the, the woman that writes the songs. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I like I, the thing is like you can hear I can hear little bits of like potential. For example, at the start of that song, there's this there's this really nice melody, right? That you kind of, kind of going, oh, that's super interesting. And then at the start of um, there's another song. I think it's the second one, maybe. Um, no God, yeah. No, it's the third one. Uh, no Afterlife. Okay, yeah. It starts with this yeah. really interesting kind of textured part, and it's this like soaring guitar line over an interesting backing and stuff but then it almost feels like every time they kind of lean towards that it's like it just immediately smashes you over the head with this like yeah chorus is kind of hard rock clash and kind of just like full on you know um it's very full on you can it is full on you and you can come Mm. back to the choruses and the choruses usually uh differ quite a bit um, do they? I love the choruses. Yeah, yeah. God, man, um, I just find that they're. I'm glad that you like them, but like, there's there's only one chorus that has like a couple of long. They're very notes. melodically complex. They're they're oh. just. I just feel like they're trying to. It's like every chorus is like the fastest, most intense, most like emotionally kind of no eleven out of ten thing. I just I, yeah. There there are it, there are fast stuff, and it it very much is thrashy in that regard. Hon- Honkai um, feels like the only st- chorus that actually has a little bit of room to breathe. Every other one, it's like again, this is, this is just a style that you know you're either oh, into no, or you're not. I would, I would I would heavily disagree on that. I think I, um, yeah. manners, the mid tempo stomper. Okay. Um. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Just um. Real epic. Mm. Kind of rumble to it manners um, is the one that where i pretty that's, anthemic that's the one where i kind of i do think that the the sort of pub rock 
comparison is apt. I mean, like, that one's even got um, like a hey, hey, hey bit at the end. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just just hard rock. Um, it's, it's very very Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Um. Yeah, they, they they don't wear they wear their, their inspiration ah, on the sleeves kind no, of right. They're having they're fun. It's I know. Yeah. It's just that's not my thing. I just don't. That that one feels very like aviators leather jacket. Yeah. Like we're bringing excitement back to rock and roll. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it's hard enough. rock, man. It's hard rock. Hard rock. It's a genre. It's a genre. And then yeah. I still seek revenge. Is kind of more that like monster energy drink, like WWE walk on music kind of type thing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, HGK is cool. Like um, much yeah. like Afterlife, and HGK kind of has a yeah. interesting drum beat to the to the chorus. It's kind of dancey. Yeah, um, there's a bit of dance going on. Um, like the Middle Eight in that song, or the it's yeah. kind of more like the the fake out chorus that's a little yeah. bit quieter. Those back, quiet back moments where I yeah, yeah. Find, I quite like. Um, yeah. yeah, back to manners. I, I love I love kind yeah, of the yeah. quiet moments there. Um, that sound a bit kind of like closed down pub. Uh, piano things I think it ends on that mm. which is really cool with a kind of the refrail it's a refrail to the backing vocals the na 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 yeah um, I really love those bits um, yeah. and I love I love the uh, the octave chord of solo in manners and yeah, yeah there's a similar one da, 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 da. there's a kind of a harmonized um, octave solo at the end of um, Cyan Arcadori which is mm-hmm quite good that i liked yeah um, okay okay good good i yeah. think you're trying to pick at something that is not your taste but is actually good um uh, yeah it's it's hard to it's <laughs> it is hard to know one thing that i will say is there is no defending chemical reaction because <laughs> that song is literally something in your mouth by nickelback from the 2010 album dark horse that okay i don't get it do you know that um, but song? I like I, I like some of the hard rock stuff Nickelback does and no 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 um, that song do you know that song specifically so much cuter not when you really. never put it out because you look not really the riff but there are it, many there are a good few bits to that song is, that differ um, uh, you can like, s- you can sing one song along with the other honestly yeah, I, the guitar tone the guitar riffs the structure of the song everything is the same yeah That's it's plagiarism. a different world who knows um, no dude I like the uh, A B them but yeah. <laughs> I like the kind of intro bit. It's kind of psychedelic-y. The intro bit is yeah. The intro bit, to be fair, is yeah. Um, that's that's quite I like different. The fact, I like the fact the fact that it doesn't re- rely on a typical chorus. It kind of goes on a groove chorus, and the the verse does equal yeah. equal billings with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like not my favorite of the whole lot, but has good bits. Um, yeah, I'd say for me, the only tracks that don't hit are Giovanni and Honkai. Um, I think yeah. what is done in those songs has kind of hit before stronger. Is Giovanni whoa oh oh or is that a different? I've gotten whoa oh 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 oh's um, uh, written down I here, mean, but I can't no, remember no, which. Whoa, oh, no oh's. God has no God has the as the the good woes. I think um. <laughs> it's quite a, it's quite a lot of woes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I suppose mm-hmm. I I am a bit of a hypocrite because I do I do like yeah. when Blink One Eighty Two does it, but I, I just find it a bit. Um, I would say possibly you might need to do a bit of soul searching on this. No, dude. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I know. I know what I like. Black hole I... is black hole is quite fun. That's the ending track. Um, yep, yep, yep. A little bit of circus inspiration in that guitar solo. It's like yeah, it's quite kind of very semi dark cartoon. Yeah. Um, very Danny Elfman in that respect. Yeah. I like I like how it gets quite bullet from my Valentine later on, or maybe even Trivium. Does it? There's a riff 
Fuck yeah, it does. Mm. <laughs> You're missing beats on this. You're missing beats in this album that you would quite enjoy. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. I think the the kind of the middle eighth and that just goes... Dun, 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 dun. It's um, yeah. kind of pan-muted. Um, that's, that feels full-on trivium for me. Um, yeah, it calls to my... I mean, I'm, I'm not going to... I'm, I'm like, That's I'm, probably the most thrashy of the lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm glad the best for I just, yeah. I just find this genre, for some reason, to be... To, <sighs> I just, it just To me, it sounds extremely contrived. Like, it sounds like it's just... It just sounds like it's written by committee. I don't get anything emotionally I don't from think it does. this at all. I, I, think, <laughs> I think it's a very, very, very capable provision they're clearly super talented a bunch of girls but like um, i just the production is i just think it's really um it just feels really artificial uh, compared to like I if you just compare so. it to radio supernova where it's like that just sounds like really organic to me and this, well, they're not the same no they're, they're not to- the same totally rock. different totally different genres i completely concede that um but i just i i, I, I don't know what it is i think you've enjoyed a lot more um polished music I have. Um, it's not about polish, yeah. but I just it kind of I just like don't that. hear the emotions shining through um, or the melodies that kind of hook me. Uh, but yeah. you know, it's it's. That's I mean, it's it. not it's not the most emotional heavy thing. Um, yeah. I mean, there are waves of like happiness and nostalgia you can oh, get yeah. with this kind of music. Um, the chorus is totally lent to that. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of fun. Um, these bands like you hear it in Heaven's Basement um, and all that. Like I didn't feel. Yeah. much with Kopeck or Heaven's Basement really I it just felt kick-ass and this is yeah. a fucking kick-ass album um, I think pub rock does it a huge only, disservice only, only in points I mean other, other, it's I think, not pub rock was only just really manners I, I think it's it's more so a, just it's more so a, that kind big, of asking Alexandria sweep. like that's a, that's a big sweep of um, Memphis Mayfire type metalcore yeah. that's just um, what I hear yeah, but you know who's you know who's great and who really stands out on this record? I think is um, Misa, yeah. the bass player. Yes, she Le- gets, gets a lot of funk. Loads of on. opportunities to go hog wild. Um, you know, like No God. Um, you know, there's another one uh, towards the end that's quite bass bass driven, which is quite cool. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's lots of bits where she just lets, lets I loose. See, I still see revenge is yeah. where the lead riff is bassy. Listen, I mean, clearly these are really talented people, but just whatever it is, yes. it, it's, <laughs> it's a great but, ta- but talent and songwriting <laughs> to me just they don't go hand in hand. And clearly, I'm missing something because this band, are ex- oh, yeah. you love this band, and they are insanely I, popular. Uh, I'm not the only one. <laughs> but after They're- after three records and having listened to quite a bit of their back catalogue, I just you like the first just, one quite a bit. Mm, no, I I thought it was okay. I think I I listened back to it and it's uh, there's just it's fine. I don't know, dude. I just don't think I'm I'm super into this band. But how would you stack this in their back catalog? Probably the second best. Second best behind second just bring best. It? Um, yeah. Uh, I think it has a lot of new, different. Um, it brings a lot of new subtle elements, new styles of hard rock. Mm-hmm. Um, like. You see it in Chemical Reaction uh, with the psychedelic kind of beats. Uh, Manners has kind of a lot of mid-stomper classic rock. Yeah. Um, from like, uh, what would you what would you compare it to from from kind of eighties glam metal days? Yeah, like Velvet Revolver, uh, something like that, maybe. Well, they're they're two thousands, but uh, right. Um, well, then maybe stuff. That, Nikki Six. Uh, what was that? Sure. What, was, what was the stuff he was in? Twisted Sister. Um, no, not Twisted Sister. The <laughs> other one. Uh, uh, I'm not great. That's not my 
not my it is my thing yeah it is my thing um (laughs) it's totally it's 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 a great homage to that as well Mm. um naturally that's just what they're naturally into yeah and that's what they do best yeah and um yeah this this is making waves uh making waves um, internationally there despite um, the (laughs) non-travel despite Um, non-travel exactly yeah i mean you know they're like if you kind of put it this way like they're 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 not stratospheric but you know they're they're more most popular songs would be like in the sort of two to three mil uh mark on spotify and then this album has already racked up like you know a good couple hundred thousand plays per song um so you know so they're definitely on a on a good trajectory i mean yeah, you, know. you like you like if you like your anime openings and stuff like that. Obviously, yeah, there you go. Um, this is a, this is a home run for you. Yeah. Um, but I know I don't know what Donald's, I don't know what Island T is on at the moment. So uh, I just I need something. Yeah. I just need something that feels a bit more organic. It just uh, <laughs> it it doesn't it, to me. It just doesn't feel super I, I organic think, to me. <laughs> I, well, it's people playing music. It is people I don't playing know what, music. I, what do you define as organic? Really? Um, does it need to be? fed grass or no uh, yes fed grass yeah exactly like, let, let, let let roam free in the fields i don't know man i i can't put my finger on it exactly playing, like, an organ like a harp um yeah a human organ like a harp is that organic enough i don't know uh, i don't think so i like you know, actually that's that sounds pretty good yeah. um this is this is plenty organic was probably the closest thing to playing a human organ with a harp but anyway or whatever you were saying <laughs> but yeah no i just um um, I, don't I think know. by organic you mean I think you're trying to connect something with its pop sensibilities. Maybe um, I don't. Maybe I don't necessarily know, dude. I, I I don't know, and I I wouldn't want yeah. to come in and retool this band. I think they're just not. I think they do something quite well. It's just it's just not for me, and that's okay. Yeah, you know. And I'm glad they've got it back a bit because what was it last album they found inspiration with? Um, oh fuck, what's the guy who, who worked with Bowie? His main producer, Bowie. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, Steve, Stephen, something or other. What was the What was the record? The 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 last Why? one that we did we didn't cover. Or the one before that. Uh, the last one that we didn't cover. He oh, came okay. on, um, the Dragon Cries. I believe he he produced that song, and oh. he he got he contacted them about it. Um, and they, they kind of like brought on a bit of a classical, ha- uh, hair metal rock feel. Thomas to that. Kenny was that it? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy this band is back with this real, uh, real hard hitting, catchy stuff. Um, the last album kind of went over my head a bit, like actively. I think I, I you heard me last. You're going like, uh, yeah, I was quite disappointed. Um, this clearly <laughs> from the get go is back to it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. love this. I'm good. I'm glad. Bits. I'm very very glad. You give it a rating first. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you. I mean, my favorite song is that that first okay. one. I think it starts off pretty okay. promising. Um, okay. Yeah, I, you know, again, like they're, you know, they're they're clearly super proficient. They write songs that hit home with some people. Um, I, it's, it's, I, but it, I just, it, I feel nothing. Five out of ten for me. Okay. Yeah. Not as bad as it could have been, but no, it- I don't think it's. I don't think you could say this is. This is like bad it just doesn't it just no. doesn't hit home for me really yeah it's not your kettle of fish it, it ain't my kettle isn't. of fish unfortunately um, it would be a disservice to be brutal to this um y- y- I would yeah say. i yeah just it's just it's it this is your thing it's this is going to be your thing and and yeah. for someone who's whose thing it is i'm interested to hear your rating uh well i think just bring it had was very much a nine out of ten for me and yeah. it grew um i was attached to it emotionally 
right. um, quite a bit just because it just hit me at the right time. Um, I think this would be an eight, just under okay. that, a little bit under that. Um, I think it has, I, I, yeah, it's just regained its catchiness. Um, I can, I can, I can actually memorize stuff that's happening in it, which is great. The other album yeah. did not have that. Um, really, yeah. Um, my favorite song is, and I'm, so I'm giving it an eight. My favorite okay. song is probably, um, I would say, No God. No God, the second no one. No God. A lot all of them right. have really cool elements, but that's my favorite one. Sweet. Um, all right. That is Unseen World by <sighs> Bandmade. So, um, yeah, you've heard both the sides of the coin. And now you'll probably have a show. good idea of whether it's going to be your thing or not. So, uh, last two releases are both EPs. Um, yes. So it'll be pretty quick. Uh, the first one comes from Beach Bunny. Uh, Beach Bunny, whose uh, hometown I don't think I've actually written down here, but I, th- I believe they're from Chicago. Uh, if I'm not very much mistaken. They're, yes. Uh, yes. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they are. They are from Chicago. Yeah. yeah. And we've covered them before. We covered their um, their album Honeymoon uh, uh-huh. last, last year, which I really, I personally really enjoyed. They're a four-piece uh, led by Lily uh, Trefilio, who is you know the the very uh, unmistakable voice at the center of everything the ep is called uh, blame game and it's just four tracks and i think they you know like lyrically certainly they've they've come out you know all guns blazing there's you know she, she's tackling a lot of issues um on this record particularly uh, in the title track but you know um good girls don't get used the first track is kind of a maybe feeling like romantic uncertainty or like or the kind of uh, gaslighting that does go on in relationships um and and then there's you know various other topics yeah. that are covered throughout, throughout the songs but blame game is is really the one which which kind of mm. has a lot of similar lyrical themes to uh, the svalbard album from last year which is in terms of um striking back against the uh the you know the victim victim blaming culture um around you know sexual assault and just sexual harassment and generally like views of women in society um mm-hmm. so it's that like so basically lyrically speaking this is a very interesting album to tune into or a very interesting ep to tune into um but musically i don't think it goes too far beyond the uh the beach bunny comfort zone which is kind of that diy indie pop you know a uh, little bit of surf rock a little yeah. bit of kind of Weezer vibes, a um, little bit of pavement, you know, that kind of, uh, yeah, it's kind of a bright and breezy, sunny, guitar-washed style. Um, Dill, you were, you know, mm-hmm. reasonably lukewarm, I think, on Honeymoon. Has uh, Blame yeah, Game changed your mind? <laughs> you forgot <laughs> we did it. Yeah. covered it. Whereas so, I, I, I had it, I had it, I had it um, in pretty, pretty solid consideration for my top 20. Um, and I have... There's certain songs off that album, Cloud Nine, Dream Boy, April, uh, Racetrack, that I would still listen to tons to this day. Um, so I was very excited to see a new Beach Bunny album coming out, or a record coming out. And um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did, did you find anything to like here? Um, Sort of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like the lyrics. I really like the topics covered here. They're very essential to yeah. coming to, just coming across. Like they've, they've always kind of covered this kind of stuff. Um, relationships have always been key of the lyrics yes um, yeah. but this, this kind of covers the same this EP is like a bulk of the same issues right um, broadly right. although I think she's broadly, I yeah. think she's becoming a little bit uh, more she's she's addressing issues outside of her own mind yes. a little bit Generally more so. whereas I, mean, I like, feel like a lot of it before was was about kind of describing your own 
this maybe no this fo- foibles in life saying, yeah yeah this this focuses on a um on a broader aspect generally yeah i think um, so internet think culture so. and stuff relating to this and relationships yeah. um i like that a lot um i would say it's a little bit better than the album last time i think oh, okay. it, it kind of hits home with me a bit more like the first one did um or what was that one before that we covered one before that we it, did we it had like an ep it had sports on it i it's thought sports. sports was a standalone single i could be misremembering really? um, maybe, maybe. yeah possibly i but i do, I do remember album, i did remember yeah. sports coming out but um uh yeah. prom queen maybe did we cover possibly yeah. it's possible that was a, possibly that was, yeah, an e- yeah. that was an ep that came out in 2018 that i that i quite enjoyed although i have to say i do think that they stepped up on the record um and yeah and, and that's not to say that like there is there is plenty on this on this album that that's very much a window just into kind of lily's mm-hmm. personal experience um you know the four songs sonically i think the first song good girls don't get used is yeah. along the similar lines of like the bets for example from last year um i think it's a pretty good example of what beach bunny have done in the past um mm. i think lovesick is a bit of a flop because it's got this <laughs> a little bit it's got this really twee vampire weekend like afro beat indie like that major key i find it a bit too yeah. saccharine that i never um, i never went into vampire s- weekend and i'm not a huge fan of, of that um i like mm. the way it kind of works with the vocals at the same time yeah I think the chorus there. is quite is quite best coasty and surf rocky, and I quite like the chorus, but I, I yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. Some dreamy aspects are like yeah, um, I can the tone is almost like that really really light math rock guitar tone, but yes, yeah, um, yeah. So it's almost we kinda there. Have it, we kind of like it reminded me of uh, after laughter a little bit. Um, oh yeah, it's not a bad shout. Yeah, that's bit not of a bad playful trop- Tropicana. Yeah, chorus stuff. Tropicana, that is a good word. Um, <laughs> That's all we'll call it. Club Tropicana. I, it's not um, my vibe, but I hear you and I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Nice Guys, on the other hand, um, mm-hmm. is... Ooh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. That's a good that's, one. That, that, that got me. I, yeah. I quite like that. Yeah. I Genuinely. Like, you know what? I, I never expected like, to... Yeah, no, lyrically really great. Um, and also, like, it kind of starts off very kind of like, you know, ice cream float, 1950s, that da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But, um, but, yeah, but when it kind of kicks in and it kind of clatters in the door, like that yeah. Charlie Bliss, you know, it guitar does, it tone. It does have that power to it, where it's like, yeah. uh, not to compare it to Lovesick, but Lovesick kind of rambled in. It kind of mm. it sounded like it started in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. Energy-wise. Yeah, um, and it seemed it lyrically as well. But Do you know uh, what the chords kind yeah. of reminded me of? Perish. Uh-huh. Um, there's a little, there's oh, a just little, a general kind of in the way cor- they do kind things. of leading up to the chorus. There's definitely a the, 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 like just the driving like uh, power chords and on the, the chords that they choose quite quite perish, and then the bass tone is really lovely, particularly at the start of the second verse, like very kind of fuzzy bass, um, and yeah, and then there's like this cool guitar like squealing kind of lead guitar maybe slightly mm-hmm. sort of thrown off pavement style really cool yeah yeah i enjoyed it i enjoyed it um blame game is probably my favorite of the lot i think lyrically the last track yeah 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 last track oh. yeah <laughs> that's that's the one i mean i think yeah, i think i think this, this album is i mean it's it's well titled because i think the whole thing is leading up to to blame game you know it's this is the one <laughs> yeah 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 it just has that lovely mm-hmm. 
it's it, it, it maybe a hint of 90s emo in the guitar tone. Yeah, it's, it goes a bit heavier, right? Yeah. A bit more of a drive to it. Yeah. Motion, like do, you ever, do you ever listen to Motion City soundtrack? Oh, no, I can't say I have. Yeah, that, that, especially Perfect. that, guess it's my fault that my body's fun. <laughs> that kind of, that kind of chorus is very Motion City soundtrack. We need to, we'll cover my dinosaur life on the show one day. That's a brilliant, brilliant album. Um, but yeah, very much kind of, it, it, it's, it's that Weezer <laughs> thing again of sunny, yeah. major key, positive melodies and quite dark and distressing yeah. lyrics. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a definitely a split. Yeah, um, and I'd I'd love to see what this band could do if they went a little heavier and darker. Um, yeah. not to say that they need it because they like their they like that comfort zone, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just wonder, I just wonder <laughs> what would happen if they turned on like, um, you know, the, the basically oh, compared it to their contemporaries, right? Mm. Um, that we always the Charlie Bliss, right? The Charlie Bliss is well, I think, yeah, I mean, a bit the- more in the rock hard rock. Almost Charlie Bliss, well, on their first record would have been a bit heavier, but then they kind of went a bit more yeah, electronic yeah. on the second. And then, yeah, there's other there's other bands that I don't necessarily listen to as much who are, like, I think Diet Sig is another one that people re- kind of compare these guys to. I think The Bets is a good shout. Um, yeah. There's, like, The Woe Nows. There's, there's a band called Fresh, I think, who they're similar enough to. Um, you know, th- there's a lot in this space. Kississippi would be another one. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think Beach Bunny are among the best. I think they're among the most, um, the most yeah, kind of unique so. and original. And uh, yeah, and I really think that that last song is one of their one of their best. And lyrically speaking, I mean, it kind of it is in a league with, you know, um, with Svalbard, but it's also in a league with that Dua Lipa song, "Boys Will Be Boys." And <laughs> yes, I, it is actually I, it is. And um, and I think you know, even though I don't like that other one, but I do like the intention of the yeah. But the intention of it is great. And I think yeah. I think really like Lily Trefilio just kind of covers nearly all of the bases here and, and does it really well. I mean, in terms of this topic, which is obviously, it's a difficult topic to to turn into lyrics and to sort of, um, you know, I guess to boil down something that is systematic, <laughs> like the, the systematic kind of objectification of women, you know, that's been yeah. happening forever. You know, it kind of it sort of begins, it kind of begins on that um, victim blaming, you know, what was she wearing? what kind of person was she like she deserved it um and then it kind of it kind of leans into just that more micro um very uh, uh casual sexism of like why don't you smile more you should you know like you know this that the thing like coddling women and then the chorus is very much more so like I am not, you know, I'm not a piece of meat for you to stare at sort of thing so uh-huh. it actually it kind of as you say just touches on lots of different aspects of the same problem. And then even towards the end, I think there's a line about like, we need to teach them why they shouldn't do this instead of telling us to hide, you know, it's that kind of educating men to be better um, from a young age. Yeah. So yeah, in a, in a three minute pop song, like she just covers so much ground. It's kind yeah. of amazing. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of bands like, this. actually uh, I, I would have mentioned, um, but a uh, uh, bandmate has stuff like that actually. Um, in, with the songs Manor and I St- Still Seek Revenge they covered a bit of this topic as well oh um, yeah which I like that a lot of these bands are actually just just laying it out uh, yeah. harshly so yeah. bluntly which yeah it needs absolutely to be. I mean I think one band that's doing it in a more extreme way would be um, Venom Prison you know their <laughs> oh yeah their, yeah, yeah. their, their uh, image, imagery and, and iconography would be very much around 
reversing roles of like torture and stuff like that and their lyrics yeah. are quite um quite graphic in relation to like maybe women kind of taking back what's theirs etc um which is cool you know it's, it's cool to hear that i mean that's kind of more in the sort of death metal space and that's it's cool to hear that that um yeah. narrative being flipped on its head as well with an incredible vocalist at the center i'm <laughs> in mean, that band venom prison she's just a demon um yeah but yeah no it's 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 a cool it's a cool movement and you know beach bunny it's funny talking about beach bunny and venom prison in the same <laughs> sentence know, right but um but yeah it's you know it's it's kind of it's important to talk about these things i think and uh yeah this ep is good aesthetically it's good as well i don't think it's yeah, 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 that yeah, too, yeah. Right? i don't aesthetically aesthetically like um when it comes to like the the oh, you album like the cover? cover and the choice of artwork mm. that's going on very kind of yeah 8-bit retro arcade yeah, quite anime inspired i would say maybe yep i would say so yeah um yeah it's cool it's kind of like an old school arcade type type scene uh which is a little bit more uh their mm-hmm. their other artwork is kind of slightly more it's definitely cartoon style but this is this Pastelli, feels like the right. most populated uh, image they've, they've released it's like there's like two characters and it's quite detailed uh-huh. um, but yeah i don't think this is as good as honeymoon i'll be honest um i think it's i think it's a kind of a stepping stone uh beach it is. It, it, they've released one of their best tracks in blame game but i think the other three have mostly have bits that i like rather than being 100 knockouts um but yeah so blame game is my mm-hmm. favorite track i'm guessing it's yeah. yours uh, yes, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, oddly enough, I like Lovesick equally for some ways that you didn't. I like mm. the kind of dreamy, uh, kind of tropical atmosphere to it. Yeah. Um, as it went on, maybe, and not as it started, but I grew to love it. Yeah. Um, uh, great stuff. What would you give it out of 10? Eh, probably a six. I say I six, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a seven. It. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, yeah, so it's it's a stopgap for Beach Bunny, but um, you know their their record was like twenty five minutes long, so hopefully we don't have to wait too long for a follow up to Honeymoon. Yeah, keep um, doing it, guys. It's yeah, great. they only need to, they only need to like do this again plus ten minutes, and you've got a record. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right, that's um, Blame Game by Beach Bunny. Definitely, definitely check out that title track. Yeah. It is wonderful. Uh, that's just an EP, and another EP is Covers Two by Howdy, yeah. awesome Texas band. Uh, Charlie Martin and Will Taylor you may remember them from uh, Heavy Lifter which mm-hmm. came into my life in 2019 just based on it never left it never left it, it no, certainly didn't I, I'm, we're, I'm seriously considering uh, one of the tracks um, for our first dance at our wedding <laughs> if oh that, which uh, one um, Water Gun uh, oh yeah that's, a, that's, yeah, yeah that's actually one of my favorites yeah. where the Good world choice. caught on fire try to um, put it out with my water but gun. there's a reason yep. this band hits like that right they hit different uh, it, they they hit different they're pillow core yeah heavy lifter was my, yeah. my number five uh, record of 2019 and yeah what they do i mean if, you, if you're not familiar with howdy with, with two v's by the way um is that they they just have this like it's like a it's like soft boy country or something it's like this really <laughs> it's like this lo-fi yeah it, it's sort of like country music meets uh, uh, mumblecore would, yeah <laughs> but with more of a beck inspired improv to it yes beck right. beck soul coughing um, yeah definitely i hear it co- for sure. coherently mumbled right co- you, can, coherently you, get, mumbled. you get it like, like they I'm, just I'm for the, in for the storytelling it's an audio hug i find i just find it yeah. so peaceful to listen um, to and clearly based on this record which is their second 
covers EP, they have a, quite a diverse taste in music, which is awesome. Yeah, they find it essential to get covers into the other half of their work. Um, and yeah. I love when bands do that. Um, fuck. I, a lot of bands do that. Um, later on in their career, I was like, here's 10, album, 10 songs we love. Here's the cover album. Yeah, definitely. I love when they do it every... Yeah, yeah. Um, what, def, sorry. Totally sidewinded me for another band I had in my head. Oh, apologies. Um, Weezer? Placebo, Placebo did oh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Weezer did it to a more uh, shit bubblegum yeah. pop. They butchered everything. Dreadful. Or rather, they just didn't do anything with it. No. Um, this band, yeah. uh, how do they do, uh, or howdy, we'll call it. We'll call them howdy. Howdy. Oh, howdy, yeah. Howdy, yeah. howdy. Um, with, the du- with the two Vs, the double V. Yeah. Um, they do something with these covers. They um, do. They, they do. do with songs that I don't like and make them better. That's ah, a work of art. That's uh, interesting because I didn't have any. Just and I, I wonder if you're talking about this one. But what? I, just not to go off on too much of a tangent. But the other day, um, Donald Clark, who's a film reviewer who I love and respect, uh, he's also very big into music and he said I love making playlists with one track from every year since I was born um, but one but one year that I always struggle with is 2002 I just don't think I liked anything that came out in 2002 so that set me down on a rabbit hole of like coming up with some 2002 bangers and one of them against all of the odds I think is Warning Sign by Coldplay I think that is actually a fantastic song I'm not a huge Coldplay guy but Warning Sign I think is an yeah. unimpeachably great track and then what pops right. up on the Howdy cover? And I hadn't listened to it since like for like probably 10, 15 years. And then what pops up on this covers EP? Only Warning Sign by Coldplay. Yeah. And it's a um, wonderful version. It does it with this kind of like trip hoppy drum beat yes. to it. Yes. Uh, makes it a bit more lo fi, oh. washy, um, a bit more drowned out and kind of psychedelic something. Yeah. Um, but still sounding very early 2000s and. By God, is Coldplay the most early 2000s thing I can think of on the planet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. That the public I mean, loves. Yeah, uh, this Cold, Cold, makes Cold it a bit Player. more interesting. Yeah, I, just, I, lo- I love that those, um, they're kind of, what's the word? Like they're kind of crushed, the drums, I guess. Like they're kind of crushed yeah. on both sides. But that, yeah. It's very industrial the gro- sounding. There's a bit more of a groove that, yeah. I, you know, I always think a band like Coldplay could, could do with. Yeah, a bit yeah. Of groove. I think Coldplay um, maybe like I know Coldplay are a bit of a punchline, but um, and I and I and I totally understand so. that. But I still think like the first three Coldplay records, you would be a little bit uh, remiss to, see, to sort of dismiss them out of hand. I see the musicality, and I yeah. listened to that album just mm. to make sure I wasn't out of my mind. And no, I'm totally in my head still. All right, even yep. on drugs. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, poor Dill. Medicated drugs, but anyway. But 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 uh, no, it's it's yeah. What I will say is that I think I think they've picked they've picked songs and Warning Sign is another one that that fit nicely into their style. Like that, there's that line, "Come on in," and that's the kind of lilting country delivery different. that they that they have on their original songs, and it's really cool to hear to hear them adapting these songs. I, I mean, for my money, I think every single one of these sounds like it could be on a Howdy album very comfortably and I would not know if I wasn't familiar with the originals and I'm not in the case of two of them mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known they were they were not Howdy originals they're truly um, really folded in yeah yeah then we have like Claws which is a uh, uh, fuck who was it again Charlie XCX yes yes um, I didn't know this did you know this song seen, I've seen I've seen it live oh and, you um, have oh, much different <laughs> what did you, song did, in Japan oh she, she's supporting she was she was uh 
Uh, she was just a festival head. Oh, 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 Summer Sonic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Summer Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember the song from that. Yeah, and uh, much different, much, different. much different. Yeah, much different. Jesus, I, I love, I love the way they, he, they, they've, they adapted the, the I like, I like, I like, whatever, it, whatever. I yeah. can't remember what the original is because I've only heard it once. But it, she definitely approaches that part very, very differently. And so again, it's cool to hear them slightly rewriting parts of the song to fit their style. Mm-hmm. It's great. Very subtle I, bits as well, just to match with their style. Obviously. Yeah. And they did such a good job with this one that they should get a writing credit on the original. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just wool over the eyes. Um, yeah, really good. The only exception is um, um, Paramore, right? Yep, the only exception, right. Paramore. And there you go. I mean, there's, there's in three, you've got like kind of early 2000s kind of indie music. That's what Coldplay was at the time. And then you've got very, very hyper modern pop. And then only exception, it's kind of that, you know, an exception is kind of late late 2000s um yeah. What would you call Paramore? Say, like alternative rock. I would say that's the only one that kind of stays on the similar wavelength as the other, as the first, the original. Um, the only one. Go ahead. And, uh, you dropped out for a sec there. Oh, sorry. Um, we'll, we'll edit that in post. But uh, yeah, it, it's it stays on the same wavelength a little more than the others. With yeah. The original. Um, maybe. I mean. I'll be frank. It's it's the only it's one of the only Paramore songs I don't like. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, radio I play. similar. I had a similar. The only Paramore song that I truly, truly don't like is Fences. Um, I think that's a pile of trash. Fences. But you know, I'm sitting so in a room yeah. made up of only big white walls, and in oh, the yeah, hall yeah, there's yeah. people looking through. That song drives me fucking nuts. Only exception I thought that I I kind of had a love hate relationship with. I went back to it. <laughs> Because everyone was like, you're crazy. It's a great song. And I did go back to it. And I was like, yeah, this is a great song. But I think I prefer this arrangement. I love the banjo. I love the way they've changed the melody mm-hmm. slightly. Banjo's perfect. Yeah. Because I think yeah, the, like the little, they kind of go, you are the only Danny. exception. And the original is, uh, you are the, oh my God, I've lost it now. The Howdy, the Howdy version is just in my head. Um, I think the Howdy version soars a bit more. Yeah, it does, huh? Anyway, yeah. it's gone. The Paramore version's gone now. That's how good this is. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's a really good version of this song. Truly, yeah. And uh, Hear Me Out, the last one, is is uh, an incredible yeah. rendition. Did you did you know uh, the song? Uh, I listened back and I was like, oh, yeah, I do know this song. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Fru-fru. Yeah, it's Fru-fru. Uh, mm-hmm. Why I haven't ever listened to that album it escapes me. I have no idea. Do, I, I, I brought image. I brought Image and Heaps record onto the show, it's and so raved solid, about yeah. it. It's so solid. Fru Fru sounds exactly the same. I don't know why I never listened to her band. <laughs> um, I didn't know the song at yeah. all, and then I looked up. I was like, I looked up uh, "Hear Me Out" on Spotify, and there was a Pixies track called "Hear Me Out," and there was a Fru Fru yeah, track yeah. called "Hear Me Out." And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna listen to the lyrics, and I'm gonna try and guess which it is. And by the time you get to the end, you're like, ain't no way that you know francis black or whatever wrote these lyrics like this is definitely image and heap <laughs> yeah 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 talking about like that, i talking lovely. about like fixie kits and like answer phones and cues i was like oh, this is this is the yeah. the new the english neuroses of of image and heap. it is truly neurotic yeah it's um, so neurotic i love it yeah. i love it and it sticks well with warning sign they seem to be a nice couplet yeah Oddly yeah enough. um oh man it's just it, that it great happy the, sad. It's that happy sad vibe I'm obsessed with. Yeah, I I almost prefer those two songs in that styling over 
the, the album we covered from Howdy. No, oh, no, Howdy's last album. Oh, over the... I think um, these are just. I mean, you know, I, I can I can yeah, see it, but at the same time, I just I, I, think, I, think, I think these would have fit on a bonus version of that album. They sound the same, I think. Yeah, but I'd also argue that when I want to do cover EPs and when mm-hmm. I will in the future, mm-hmm. I use it as a stepping stone to learn production and 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 experiment with new sounds that I will tackle later. Yeah, that's kind of what I'd use this for. So I guess they're developing on something. Yeah. Sonically, because it seems a bit more full, and you get that with the drums as well. It's a bit more drum laden than the um, yeah. first album was. Yeah, I, I mean, there were there were plenty of tracks yeah, that had that, like Mr. Lee and Ruin My Ride and stuff. But yeah, no, they. It was an album where I think I think we discussed at the time. I think half the tracks have no drums. Um, yeah, yeah, and and clearly on yeah on this EP, they're you know they're 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 playing with that that drum element quite a bit yeah i think it's i think this is really good i mean i just i can't i think every track hits the two that i was familiar with before great versions the two yeah. that i wasn't familiar with before i've gone and found you know songs that i really like and in the case of Fru Fru, actually i had to listen to some of the other tracks on the album and that's just excellent i mean brilliant stuff so it's i think it's mm-hmm. achieved the aims of a covers and i'm not usually a covers guy but i think this ep has really yeah. achieved the aims of a covers ep yeah, I'm totally a cover go- covers guy. Like, yeah, I love it when bands that are very distinct keep being distinct with the cover album. Mm. Um, yeah, you much more so than me. Yeah, I live for it. Um, mm. I'm giving this an eight. Uh, favorite song is "Warning Sign." Who the thunk? Who'd a Coldplay song. Coldplay song. My favorite. Wow, man, that's. And you know what? Um, I you know I got I got oh I got to give it to Claws. That's my favorite track. But I'm also going to give it an eight. Yeah. 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 Yeah, really good I stuff. I hear you. So it's called Covers 2 um, by Howdy with two Vs. Great band. Cannot wait to hear what they do next. Love them. Certainly. Love them. All right. Uh, that brings us to the end of the new music reviews for the week. Uh, so all that's left to do is hop into our time machine and dial in 1974. That's right. We're going all the way back to 1974. Um, longer to, than you think. <laughs> right? Longer than you think. Absolutely. But then... I still think the 80s are 20 years ago and I still think the <laughs> 70s are 30, 30 years, years ago. ago. And boy, yeah. am I wrong. <sighs> this this album is, is approaching its 50th birthday, which is absolutely insane. Uh, but yes, All the members of LaBelle are my grandmother's age. Yeah, Give or yeah. Take. Give or take. Uh, so yeah, so the album is called Night Birds. It's by LaBelle, a Philadelphia-based uh, vocal trio consisting of Patti LaBelle, the famous sort of vaunted Patti LaBelle, uh, Nona yes. Hendricks, uh, distant cousin of Jimmy, I'll have you know, and yeah. Sarah Dash. Yes. So uh, this band, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not the one really to be giving a potted history of LaBelle, but um, they began as kind of a doo-wop and Motown act kind of around uh, the early 60s, 1962 or so. Um, and uh, then uh, Cindy Birdsong, I think is her name, uh, left to join the Supremes and the band yeah. sort of found themselves um, in need of a, in need of a, you know, a re, what would you say? Like a change of image. A, a, reboot, a reinvention, yeah. a rebirth. Um, so they had been known as I think Patty Labelle and the Bluebells or something, um, yeah, and they yeah. and they changed their name to just Labelle, and started dressing in these wild, you know, these kind of wild glam rock inspired costumes, and started to incorporate funk into their sound. And in- really interestingly, for inventing I- it in a way in some disco, inventing the disco funk soul co- hybrid you hear in in discotheques was. Yeah. 
to do with them, really. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, this this is one of the first. I mean, this is one of the great influential records on disco, which is a, uh, you know, which is a genre that I'm quite fond of. You know, I chic would be a very uh, common feature uh, in my house, but yeah. So this 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 you know the 1974s. This would have been a good few years, maybe kind of like four or five years before the the disco boom. Um, yeah. And and it really interestingly for a you know for a vocal group, Nona Hendrix uh, wrote you know a good sort of five or six of these ten songs, and she was the, the like the lead songwriter of the group, um, and I think that just gives them something. They really feel like a band. You know, they're not just a, you know, which would have been very common for the time, like a vocal group singing yeah. pretty much just all covers and 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 songs written mm-hmm. by other people. <laughs> Um, and also and also to have a you know to have a black group um incorporating elements of you know of glam rock and stuff like that was still quite unusual at this time you get that with the the actual instrumentalists um from from the meters i guess a good few of them from were from the meters oh Um, yeah they really brought that along um yeah yeah so so what i mean what caught my eye about this was just the sheer number of genres that this draws from i mean it's got you've got funk a lot you've got r&b you've got rock you've got um you know there's a little bit of uh motown in here as well lots of soul and also that thing that i Gospel. talk about all the time that big band in a room sound that you really only got of the 70s which was like a full brass section you know you've got yeah. strings yeah. you've got you've got the full band it just sounds gigantic and then the last thing that sealed the deal is like it's it's the original d- version d- of d- lady d- marmalade True, truly, yeah, um, truly, yeah. Powerhouse, a roaring, oh. fiery, not mm. not a not a song about a a prostitute in her in her woes. No, mm. this is about someone really, really taking charge. Damn, and it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's it's <sighs> different. Right? It kind of makes really me different. a little bit angry that the version of the track, I mean, that you or me or anybody in our generation is familiar with, is the um, For- the Moulin Rouge version with like a bunch of like you know Christina Aguilera and like Anastasia yeah. and Pink and, or whatever and to be granted to be fair they, they gave it socks if anybody in this day and age would Christina yeah. Aguilera would be up there on the list and no has. for sure um, but, but something about it doesn't sit right with me in retrospect I mean I know they have um, it does they, yeah I, I totally get you but I'm, but I'm sort of like I'm sort of thinking this is you know this was like a number one hit and, and what a kind of moment of I mean this this single like Lady Marmalade got them on the cover of Rolling Stone as of this album and really kind of pushed forward what they were doing. Um, and then you're kind of going, Oh God. I mean, I know they're, they're, they're artists of color on that, on that track, but really it's like, you've got like no, it, three it, wailing it, white women at the center. It's sort of going, feels, Oh my God. <laughs> it feels like it, it hits um, the more burlesque R and B club of this day and age. Oh yeah. Whereas it misses the, the um, kind of the uptown funk um, almost certainly close to Parliament Funkadelic that mm. this one hits. Oh, there is yeah. a soul to this one um, that there's that a, one kind of hits. Yeah, for more a hip hop element almost. Oh yeah, no that 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 um, one was like really kind of that 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 kind of a uh, crunchy grinding like early two thousands production, which you know whatever like it, it is what it is, and I don't I don't dislike that I don't dislike that track, but I was really impressed by quite how great the original was and that i hadn't heard it before and i'm just it does feel a little bit like i don't know you know you sort of gone man this 
this this should be the this, the version that everybody knows to, to to my ear anyway. I mean, there's this brass break that da 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 that isn't. I was like, where did this come from? Those yeah. chords are so um, great. They're so jazzy. God damn, it's so good. Yeah, and um, and of course, the, the thing that always attracts me is is the bass. And uh, oh boom, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, it's so do, do, good. Do, 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 do. I mean, Jesus, it's, it's, yeah, Lady Marmalade, just what an opener. I mean, one of the great, great openers. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I, Patty LaBelle just sounds incredible. Um, and then, and then um, but then it doesn't, it does not let up, I don't think, as a record. I just think, you know, those first, certainly those first three tracks all hit really hard. Uh, yeah. I would say, um, my favorite of the lot is probably Are You Lonely? Oh, yeah. Which has such a, like, a, like a real kind of plotting part yeah. of the funkadelic bass to it. Um, that's George Porter Jr. doing the bass on that. Ah, uh, okay, um, yeah. It just has such a drive to it, and it yeah. has these huge horn uh, oh, uh, yeah. walls of sound that come into it as well. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's a great kind of strut, strutting song. Right? I mean, that song, I think, toes the line between like James Brown and then Rage Against the Machine. Do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be yeah. provocative or whatever, but that like, that... Oh yeah, totally. Like you could see if you got, if you got kind of Tom Morello, do you know what I mean? Playing yeah. that that riff. I, I, I think you, I think Rage could have done a cover of Are You Lonely? Oh, um, that, what was that cover's album called? Oh God, um, I can't remember. Battle for LA? Yeah, uh, no. maybe no radio yeah, something radio i think it was yeah. um yeah but you know but I, like it would lend itself it's it's it is actually that intense and patty labelle's voice just has this like incredible grit you know yeah. that oh you lonely it's so good um, it's a bit of a nasal kind of thing to it which works this time mm, it actually works for her yeah yeah and then and then it's like that beautiful thing when you have the luxury of like of a vocal group um where you can do yeah you, know, you can have the 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 other two coming in with like lonely <laughs> i just love that you know it's so the gospel it's, elements are great it's so great and you get you get you just get the, the trees of like harmony on everything which is beautiful and um, somebody somewhere i think again real like 70s keyboard workout um really <laughs> funky really yeah. jazzy great brass just knock out, prog knock rocky out almost i would yeah. say this is a point yep 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 uh, particularly on uh uh, don't bring me down there's that it's got that yeah, yeah. like le- almost kind of led zepp like white album era beatles thing going on space space children goes into the astro funk kind of stuff they're touching yeah, on yeah space children is a is a is a bit hit or miss for me i think it's a bit like oopa doopa 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 like it's a bit plotty or something but yeah but it's it's good and then um and then like what can i do for you again like yeah. Great! What an outro. Uh, you know the, the outro on that song. So start of it's okay, but just you know, <laughs> what can I do for you? What can you do for me? You know, where they start bringing in the syncopation builds, and stuff yeah. like that. Nightbird is the same. Starts off a little bit musical yeah. theater, but then by the time it gets to that outro, where you're going like Nightbirds fly, it's yeah. excellent. Excellent. There's a bit of that with, with like all girl band and stuff that yeah. starts off a bit musical theater, and that's what you get with LaBelle, I guess. Yeah. Which well, I, th- I think I think, I think all girl band um, is an interesting one. That one that one to me just sounds like throwback Motown you know that's that, yes. that to me sounds like they could have recorded that in 1966 67 ha- easily um, it's it's the producer Alan Toussaint who um, 
who wrote that one, All Girl Band. And I got to say, yeah. when I saw the track title, I sort of was thinking, oh, this could be like a really interesting, you know, if, if it was written by Nona Hendrix, I was like, oh, this could be really interesting lyrically, talking yeah. about like their experiences, which would have been, you know, reasonably unique at the time. Um, you know, and, and then you kind of actually listen to the lyrics and they're like nonsense. <laughs> like the, the choruses. As, as, as it was back in the day. <laughs> but I was sort of like, oh, like a dude wrote this and it makes no sense. Like the chorus is like, it's just an all-girl band dealing with the facts and the pain. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> could mean a lot of things, right? It could. Um, it could. Yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day of like, of Bo- of of Bowie kind of um, doing his Young American stuff. Ah, yeah. Um, uh, and and kind of was it what his 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 way he did lyrics was kind of to to um get newspaper clippings and book clippings and just mix mix and match them to make yeah. something provo- evocative yeah yeah our rivers Cuomo <laughs> yeah. um but yeah no absolutely absolutely um you you turn me on I think was was pretty controversial at the time um yes probably it, it kind of puts me in the mindset of maybe like a Whitney Houston like. 11 like turn it up to 11 yeah. style like r&b um belter but um it yeah no just li- li- lyrically yeah lyrically i mean you know it's 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 not like explicit or anything like that but <laughs> considering we're considering we're only at this point we're only like kind of six or seven not even like like five yeah. or six years on from um from like a day in the life getting banned on the bbc it's it's still a pretty bold move to have a song called you turn me on <laughs> written <laughs> written by a woman and performed by women um yeah and it's a banger uh for you know it is for for you know to boot uh yeah i just was so pleasantly surprised by this and you could definitely hear how it inspired the disco movement in many ways mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah, whether it is just kind of slowly bringing everything in to, to the smorgasbord, which is soul funk, discotheque. Yeah, jams, uh, which, which, um, which then, went on, to, which then went, on to, went on to influence, you know, dance music, you know, all the way up to, you know, round, Random Access Memories and beyond, you know, just everything kind of comes back to, you yeah. know, to, 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 to stuff like this, that kind of, that, that transitionary period between, full on funk and yeah it's and not quite soul. slap yeah. slap bass funk but it's kind of groove funk yeah right yeah it's really great bass work i mean so interesting just to, just to zero in on any one particular instrument on this album be it the brass the drums the bass um keys, even the, the, the guitar organ, even. organ keys all just sound great and i think like alan toussaint he's he's one of those um like mysterious type figures insofar as he's he's you know got like hundreds and hundreds of production credits to his name and he's written like hundreds and hundreds of songs but you might not necessarily i yeah. i couldn't i couldn't pull one out of my hat and be like he worked on this and it'd be you know you'd recognize it instantly but i think you could just hear the touch of a, of, of someone that's very very skilled at what they do i mean think about this right like how great and modern and completely fresh does this sound when you think about it, it's 1974 it was it's only like what like two three four like five years after you know something like the white album which you know uh, for yeah. as great as it sounds for 1968 i you know i don't think the original recordings there was a step yeah this 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 genuinely if this came out today i would have no issues with how this sounds it's produced mm-hmm. perfectly it sounds absolutely yeah, you, perfect you still get that with bands that are making 
uh, still keeping the keeping the fire alive and in, in when it comes to like New Orleans music. Um, this is totally that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely, definitely. Still there. People and still they, need this kind of stuff. They went on after this to have a, you know, have a career of modest success. This was their, I think that this was kind of their Everest in a way. They, um, you know, they, they went on to, to release kind of two or three more uh, records, but they never had another, Yeah, they never really had another hit. Interestingly enough, they actually came back uh, in, I think it was 2008 yeah. with a, a Oh God, the cover is super embarrassing. It's just like it's very much that first wave of of big reunion albums, um, and it just it looks oh, like yeah. it be- it looks like it belongs like in a supermarket. And there's oh, a track no. there's a track that's produced by Wyclef Jean, and they he's got them all auto tuned. And what oh, I tell no. you, it's an absolute car crash. Now I think there are a couple of more throwback songs that they wrote in the seventies um, on that on that album that are you know quite good. Yeah. But Jesus, that that Wyclef Sean song. I mean, if you ever want to hear a legacy being uh, <laughs> just destroyed, um, just you, fuckery. Oh man, it's 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 woeful. But you know, that's not to take anything away from you know from the legacy of 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 the three. You know who who you know Nona Hendrix just as a kind of a maverick for like songwriting for you know an all like a, a group that's all women of color i mean that's just you know a, a huge achievement for the time and she was a, yeah. obviously clearly an incredible songwriter as well um and she's still with us thankfully she's uh she's 76 patty labelle also 76 also still with us and uh the last thing i want to do is just want to make sure that um yeah. poor old sarah dash is, is still is still alive and kicking um and and she is so all three are. of them are yeah, yeah. she's so, she's 75 so- um, I think a lot of the meters have passed away um, mm. recently in, in recent in the last decade or so. Uh, Smokey Johnson, the drummer, still still kicking. Okay, yeah, Alan Toussaint, I think, died in 2015, which is sad. Um, but you know, but they, these, yeah, these folks. I mean, talk about a legacy. I mean, to be able to look back in you know 2021 um, and kind of ha- have inspired, like, to hear what what you kind of inspired in in the long run with something like this which is on its own and just taken entirely in isolation bigger Great. than some of its parts much bigger right. than some of its parts yeah i think this is uh, this is really excellent stuff um it is this is great to walk to right it's oh. perfect to walk to mm. if you're in if you want to be in a genuine authentic good mood it's perfect yeah yeah, yeah. Are, so uh, there's yeah. some yeah there's some songs that may, may might make you feel a bit sad <laughs> but you know some of them are a lot of them are just fine fine yeah. walking music <laughs> definitely yeah. yeah um no it's 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 just yeah it's got it's got tons of variety not all of it like 100 percent hits i don't think um no that's, but it, yeah but but really so point. much of it does so much of it yeah. does yeah it, it's it's great so that's um yeah what's your favorite track out of, actually out of all of them uh it's are you lonely yeah right? that's a great song because of that bass i think i'll take lady marmalade just because that that needs to be rehabilitated as like the one true version of that song so good fucking feisty song i love it yeah it's great super feisty um i just the vocal acrobatics you know not to like belabor the points but listen to this and just some of the some of the notes that she i think it's mostly patty that takes the lead on this record but like some of the notes that she hits are just insane um yeah i think it's a really really good night birds 1974 um by labelle l-a-b-e-l-l-e check it out you got no excuse yes yeah 
All right, Dale, that was uh, that was that was lots of fun. Thanks so much for joining me for another um, bright and breezy episode on a very rainy Saturday morning. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> it certainly has. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and I love, I do love this uh, that we're reaching out a little bit broader in terms of like, yeah, Radio Supernova. What a what a what a hidden gem. And uh, and then going back to the seventies with LaBelle, just you know, just a really interesting <laughs> yeah. week. All gems, a lot of very good female fronted stuff this week. Gotta say, oh, yeah. that's a good. Hey, that's I never fun. thought about that, but yeah, yeah. But the, like the, I mean, with the exception Full of with the exception of Howdy, yeah, yeah, it's good to see. Uh, if, if I had engineered that a bit better, I would have kicked them off and got somebody else in. With the <laughs> but that's that's the whole thing. As we move towards a progressive future, we shouldn't even have to think about this shit. Yeah. So excellent stuff. Well, well, well said. Um, listen, thanks so much for joining us. And as always, you can follow our playlist on Spotify. Just search Kill Shuffle. You'll find the show there as well. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, and we don't bite. So if you do have any thoughts or comments, you can reach out to us. Um, but in the meantime, we will see you in a few weeks. Goodbye. Thank you.